This episode of Getting the Word with Truth's Table is brought to you by IVP. Have you ever wondered if your cultural lens affects the way you read and interpret scripture? For example, when Paul exhorted women to dress modestly, what did he really mean? Stick around after today's Bible reading to find out. And by Truth's Table. If you've been blessed by these daily audio Bible podcast readings, please consider supporting Truth's Table on Patreon at patreon.com slash truthstable. This is IVP. Listening to Get in the Word with Truth's Table. Presented by Innervar City Press. The Daily Audio Bible Podcast, read by Dr. Christina Edmondson and Akemeni Uwan. Let's get in the Word, and may the Word get in us. Open our eyes, that we may behold wonderful things in your Word. Old Testament reading, Psalm chapter 117. Praise the Lord, all you nations. Applaud Him, all you foreigners, for His loyal love towers over us, and the Lord's faithfulness endures. Praise the Lord. Deuteronomy chapter 16, verses 9 through Deuteronomy chapter 18, verse 8. Deuteronomy chapter 16, starting at verse 9. The Feast of Weeks. You must count seven weeks. You must begin to count them from the time you begin to harvest the standing grain. Then you are to celebrate the Feast of Weeks before the Lord your God with the voluntary offering that you will bring in proportion to how he has blessed you. You shall rejoice before him, you, your son, your daughter, your male and female slaves, the Levites in your villages, the resident foreigners, the orphans and the widows among you in the place where the Lord chooses to locate his name. Furthermore, Remember that you were a slave in Egypt, and so be careful to observe these statutes. The Feast of Temporary Shelters You must celebrate the Feast of Shelters for seven days at the time of the grain and grape harvest. You are to rejoice in your festival, you, your son, your daughter, your male and female slaves, the Levites, the resident foreigners, the orphans, and the widows who are in your villages. You are to celebrate the festival seven days before the Lord your God in the place he chooses, for he will bless you in all your productivity and in whatever you do, so you will indeed rejoice. Three times a year, all your males must appear before the Lord your God in the place he chooses for the Feast of Unleavened Bread, the Feast of Weeks, and the Feast of Shelters, and they must not appear before him empty-handed. Every one of you must give as you are able, according to the blessing of the Lord your God that he has given you. Provision for Justice You must appoint judges and civil servants for every tribe in all your villages that the Lord your God is giving you, and they must judge the people fairly. You must not pervert justice or show favor. Do not take a bribe, for bribes blind the eyes of the wise and distort the words of the righteous. You must pursue justice alone, so that you may live and inherit the land the Lord your God is giving you. 
Examples of Legal Cases You must not plant any kind of tree as a sacred Asherah pole near the altar of the Lord your God, which you build for yourself. You must not erect a sacred pillar, a thing the Lord your God detests. Deuteronomy chapter 17 You must not sacrifice to him a bull or sheep that has a blemish or any other defect, because that is considered offensive to the Lord your God. Suppose a man or woman is discovered among you in one of your villages that the Lord your God is giving you, who sins before the Lord your God and breaks his covenant by serving other gods and worshiping them, the sun, moon, or any other heavenly bodies that I have not permitted you to worship. When it is reported to you and you hear about it, you must investigate carefully. If it is indeed true that such a disgraceful thing is being done in Israel, you must bring to your city gates that man or woman who has done this wicked thing, that very man or woman, and you must stone that person to death. At the testimony of two or three witnesses, the person must be executed. They cannot be put to death on the testimony of only one witness. The witnesses must be first to begin the execution and then all the people are to join in afterward. In this way, you will purge the evil from among you. Appeal to a higher court. If a matter is too difficult for you to judge, bloodshed, legal claim, or assault matters of controversy in your villages, you must leave there and go up to the place the Lord your God chooses. You will go to the Levitical priests and the judge in office in those days and seek a solution. They will render a verdict. You must then do as they determine at that place the Lord chooses. Be careful to do just as you are taught. You must do what you are instructed and the verdict they pronounce to you without fail. Do not deviate right or left from what they tell you. The person who pays no attention to the priest currently serving the Lord your God there or to the judge, that person must die so that you may purge evil from Israel. Then all the people will hear and be afraid and not be so presumptuous again. Provision for Kingship When you come to the land the Lord your God is giving you and take it over and live in it and then say, I will select a king like all the nations surrounding me. You must select without fail a king whom the Lord your God chooses. From among your fellow citizens, you must appoint a king. You may not designate a foreigner who is not one of your fellow Israelites. Moreover, he must not accumulate horses for himself or allow the people to return to Egypt to do so. For the Lord has said, you must never again return that way. Furthermore, he must not marry many wives lest his affections turn aside, and he must not accumulate much silver and gold. When he sits on his royal throne, he must make a copy of this law on a scroll given to him by the Levitical priests. It must be with him constantly, and he must read it as long as he lives, so that he may learn to revere the Lord his God and observe all the words of this law and these statutes and carry them out. Then he will not exalt himself above his fellow citizens or turn from the commandments to the right or left, and he and his descendants will enjoy many years ruling over his kingdom in Israel. Deuteronomy chapter 18, verses 1 through 8. Provision for Priests and Levites The Levitical priests, indeed, the entire tribe of Levi, will have no allotment or inheritance with Israel. They may eat the burnt offerings of the Lord and of his inheritance. They will have no inheritance in the midst of their fellow Israelites. The Lord alone is their inheritance, just as he had told them. This shall be the priest's fair allotment from the people who offer sacrifices, whether bull or sheep. They must give to the priest the shoulder, the jowl, and the stomach. You must give them the best of your grain, new wine and olive oil, as well as the best of your wool when you shear your flocks. For the Lord your God has chosen them and their sons from all your tribes to stand and serve in his name permanently. Suppose a Levite comes by his own free will. 
from one of your villages, from any part of Israel where he is living, to the place the Lord chooses and serves in the name of the Lord his God, like his fellow Levites who stand there before the Lord. He must eat the same share they do, despite any profits he may gain from the sale of his family's inheritance. Deuteronomy chapter 20 Laws Concerning War with Distant Enemies When you go to war against your enemies and see chariotry and troops who outnumber you, do not be afraid of them, for the Lord your God who brought you up out of the land of Egypt is with you. As you move forward for battle, the priests will approach and say to the soldiers, Listen, Israel, today you are moving forward to do battle with your enemies. Do not be faint-hearted, do not fear and tremble, or be afraid because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you to fight on your behalf against your enemies to give you victory. Moreover, the officers are to say to the troops, Who among you has built a new house and not dedicated it? He may go home, lest he die in battle and someone else dedicate it. Or who among you has planted a vineyard and not benefited from it? He may go home, lest he die in battle and someone else benefit from it. Or who among you has become engaged to a woman but has not married her? He may go home, lest he die in battle and someone else marry her. In addition, the officers are to say to the troops, Who among you is afraid and faint-hearted? He may go home, so that he will not make his fellow soldiers' heart as fearful as his own. Then, when the officers have finished speaking, they must appoint unit commanders to lead the troops. When you approach a city to wage war against it, offer it terms of peace. If it accepts your terms and submits to you, all the people found in it will become your slaves. If it does not accept terms of peace, but makes war with you, then you are to lay siege to it. The Lord your God will deliver it over to you, and you must kill every single male by the sword. However, the women, little children, cattle, and anything else in the city, all its plunder you may take for yourselves as spoil. You may take from your enemies the plunder that the Lord your God has given you. This is how you are to deal with those cities located far from you, those that do not belong to these nearby nations. Laws Concerning War with Canaanite Nations As for the cities of these peoples that the Lord your God is going to give you as an inheritance, you must not allow a single living thing to survive. Instead, you must utterly annihilate them, the Hittites, Amorites, Canaanites, Perizzites, Hivites, and Jebusites, just as the Lord your God has commanded you, so that they cannot teach you all the abhorrent ways they worship their gods, causing you to sin against the Lord your God. If you besiege a city for a long time while attempting to capture it, you must not chop down its trees, for you may eat fruit from them, and should not cut them down. A tree in the field is not human, that you should besiege it. However, you may chop down any tree you know is not suitable for food, and you may use it to build siege works against a city that is making war with you until that city falls. New Testament reading, Romans chapter 15, verses 1 through 22. Exhortation for the strong to help the weak. But we who are strong ought to bear with the failings of the weak and not just please ourselves. Let each of us please his neighbor for his good, to build him up. For even Christ did not please himself, but just as it is written, the insults of those who insult you have fallen on me. For everything that was written in former times was written for our instruction, so that through endurance and through encouragement of the scriptures we may have hope. Now may the God of endurance and comfort give you unity with one another, in accordance with Christ Jesus, so that together you may with one voice glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Exhortation to Mutual Acceptance Receive one another, then, 
just as Christ also received you to God's glory. For I tell you that Christ has become a servant of the circumcised on behalf of God's truth to confirm the promises made to the fathers. And thus the Gentiles glorify God for his mercy, as it is written, Because of this I will confess you among the Gentiles, and I will sing praises to your name. And again it says, Rejoice, O Gentiles, with his people. And again, Praise the Lord, all you Gentiles, and let all the peoples praise him. And again, Isaiah says, The root of Jesse will come, and the one who rises to rule over the Gentiles, in him will the Gentiles hope. Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you believe in him, so that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Paul's Motivation for Writing the Letter But I myself am fully convinced about you, my brothers and sisters, that you yourselves are full of goodness, filled with all knowledge and able to instruct one another. But I have written more boldly to you on some points so as to remind you, because of the grace given to me by God, to be a minister of Christ Jesus to the Gentiles. I serve the gospel of God like a priest, so that the Gentiles may become an acceptable offering sanctified by the Holy Spirit. So I boast in Christ Jesus about the things that pertain to God. For I will not dare to speak of anything except what Christ has accomplished through me in order to bring about the obedience of the Gentiles by word and deed, in the power of signs and wonders, in the power of the Spirit of God. So from Jerusalem, even as far as Illyricum, I have fully preached the gospel of Christ. And in this way, I desire to preach where Christ has not been named, so as not to build on another person's foundation. But as it is written, those who were not told about him will see, and those who have not heard will understand. Paul's intention of visiting the Romans. This is the reason I was often hindered from coming to you. This is the word of God for the people of God. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. Let's go boldly to God's throne of grace. God, thank you. Thank you for your word, Lord. There's some hard hard things in there, particularly in the Old Testament, oh God, about wartime and, and killing enemies, oh Lord God, and plundering. And it's just hard, 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 hard to read about those things, oh God. And we could be tempted, oh God, to, to judge you, oh God, to say that's harsh or where's the mercy? Where's the compassion? Oh God, but you are our creator, oh God. You, oh God, are the chief designer, oh God. You, O Lord God, are the one, O God, who designs us, O Lord God, for noble and ignoble purposes, O Lord God. You are full of grace, O God, full of truth and full of mercy, O God. We see dimly, O God. In our finite minds, it's just hard to comprehend your sovereign plan and your will and the way that you move, O God, providentially, O God. So would you help us to exercise exegetical humility? Would you help us to exercise even epistemological humility, O God, that we would approach your word, O God, with humility, knowing, O God, that we don't know it all. We can't know it all, O God. There's no way that we can know it all, O God, in our finite bodies, O Lord God. But we can trust, O God. We can trust ourselves to you, our all-knowing God, our merciful and compassionate God, that we, even when we don't understand your ways sometimes, we can trust your character, who you are, the covenant-keeping God. You are compassionate, slow to anger, and abounding in steadfast love, O oh God, that we are still here, O oh Lord God, when there's pestilence in the land, O oh God, and all over the globe. It's a testament, O oh God, to your keeping power. So, Father, be glorified today. Help us, O oh Lord God, to look to you. And thank you for the good news that has come to not only the Jews, but the Gentiles. Thank you, O oh God, that we are in the number of the Gentiles. Thank you so much, O oh God, for engrafting us in. 
I pray this in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. In their book, Misreading Scripture with Western Eyes, biblical scholars Brandon O'Brien and E. Randolph Richards shed light on the ways that Western readers often misunderstand the cultural dynamics of the Bible. When Paul exhorted women to dress modestly, he was likely not referring to racy clothing, but instead he was most likely concerned about economic modesty, that Christian women not flaunt their wealth through expensive clothes, braided hair, and gold jewelry. Getting beyond our cultural assumptions is increasingly important for being Christians in our interconnected and globalized world. Learn to read scripture as a member of the global body of Christ with the book, Misreading Scripture with Western Eyes. As a listener of this podcast, you can get 30% off plus free U.S. shipping when you use the promo code, The Word. That's promo code T-H-E-W-O-R-D at ivpress.com. We pray this time of getting the word with Truth Table has encouraged us all to not only be hearers of God's word, but doers. Share your reflections on these scriptures with us on Twitter and Instagram using the hashtag GetInTheWord and hashtag TruthsTable. Saints, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. Go with God. Get in the Word with Truth's Table is a production of InterVarsity Press. For 75 years, IVP has created and published resources that deepen lives for Christ to engage the university, church, and the world. Visit ivpress.com for more information. Our Bible reading plan is from biblestudytogether.com, and the Bible version is the new English translation used by permission. Sound engineering is from Pottery Studios, and our executive producer is Helen Lee.